evening, everybody. Well, it could be any time of day, I suppose, where you're listening, but it is Tuesday <laughs> evening as we record. Uh, I'm Reese. I'm here with Mikey, and we are the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. How are you doing, Mikey? Yeah, not too bad. All better for seeing you a uh, gorgeous face, but Oh, I know. Backlit by purple tonight. That's, uh, oh, lovely, that's, lovely. That's, yeah, the little desk lights I've got. Uh, you can change the colour of them, see? Yeah? Yeah. Now, oh. being, this is an audio experience, so I'm not going to do that. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I got I got all the colours: blue, orange, all of them. Can you mix? Can you mix them? Sort of like sort of have a have a hue of green if you mix sort of like blue and yellow. Well, you don't have to. You can just say, "Oh, go green." It'll, oh, yeah, all right. You can have lime. You could have you could have Is British it? racing green. Aye. Whoa, now then, British <laughs> racing green. Yeah, yeah. Um, we better do the admin before we go off on a massive photovoltaic. Uh, tangent, <laughs> tangent. There. For the want of a better word. Yeah, uh, you can find us on X. We are always uh, happy to interact and uh, follow for follow, etc. We are at FL Rugby Pod. I'm at RJJ Blue and Black, and Mikey. I'm just going to do it. He's at Mikey S Harris. Took the words right out of my mouth. You did. You did. The lovely stuff. Uh, Ed can't be with us tonight, but he is back on the X. He is at Eddie Rugby E double D double Y. And if you'd like to email us, we are, uh, shit, what are we, Mikey? ForbiddenLoveRugby at gmail.com. There we go. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's tantamount to snail mail these days, isn't it? Yeah. No. Um, but, I, hey, I tell you, we've had some good emails, and we, we always, have. we like them when they come in. So, yes. yeah, keep them coming. Come at us, boys and girls. Yeah. And before we get started, just, you know, if you like what we do, let your friends know. It's the Rugby World Cup. We're not going to be, we're not hide this. I think this is our Best opportunity to get find some new listeners. Oh, I think so. I mean, appreciate yeah. absolutely each and every one of you. Yes, hundred percent. Even the ones who don't like us, the numbers don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the numbers don't split you into categories. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, how's how have you been, Harry, Mike? What did you get up to on the weekend? Oh, uh, another weekend of filling one's cup. Uh, went to the Lido in Ponty. Uh, Saturday morning, nine o'clock, early door session. Still going, uh, still, still open. It's not. Yeah, uh... yeah. I think I don't think it's closed for the winter yet. But who knows? Are we in winter anymore? Are we even in uh, autumn anymore? Yeah, it's all kind of moot, isn't it? They just. Mm. Uh... <laughs> and uh, for the uh, for the benefit of you and I, uh, bumped into a, a friend from our university days. Go on. And and their children, uh, Joe. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I uh, sort of bumped in the last sort of last five minutes. Uh, she tapped me on the shoulder and said, I had to make sure it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. That's but, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to sort of bump in and uh, just have a quick chat between sort of like dragging the kids out of the pool and drying them down. Bloody hell, yeah. That's, that's got to be uh, shit, mate. You, when did we graduate in 2018? God, man, you graduated, I graduated, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> something, something like that, wasn't it? I, I, I had to reset a year, so I was 2009. But, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't. I I didn't do well in the geology side of our degree, Mikey. Really? No, God, no. no right. It was, it was hanging out with, you know. Oh, what what we call them there? The, well, fraternity so the rabble. The rabble is a good it, word. Funny enough, it, um, it's another R word. Um, when I was, uh, you know, on induction day, basically the course I had signed up for wasn't running anymore at short notice. Oh, right, okay. So uh, I was offered other choices. And... Uh, the joint honours course leader said, well, look, why don't you just go with those reprobates over there? Yes. And do a joint honours with <laughs> physical geography and geology. With, with uh, those rep- 
never a true word being spoke. <laughs> yeah. My God. And uh, that's how I, and funny enough, that's pretty much how we ended up knowing each other. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we haven't looked back. Absolutely not. So what were you supposed to do then? So what was your first choice? It was uh, mineral surveying for some reason. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> don't know why. Um, I'd never done any before. Um, maybe <laughs> you were like, going to lick in salt rocks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I do nothing to do with uh, geography or geology. So, uh, yeah. well, you can this was in a way tailor it. Maybe I don't know. You can if you blend blend the edges. Maybe I don't know. But there we are. Yeah. Anyway, we have we have veered wildly off track. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what did I get up to? Uh, Saturday? No, then. Well, it was mostly rugby. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So the old man and I, we ordered some Oktoberfest beers. Oh, brutal. And yeah, Friday night, uh, we watched the France-New Zealand game at a, mm. a couple of premium pilsners. Or, well, fest beers, as I suppose I should call them. Fantastic stuff. Mm. Um, Saturday then was, oh, God, there was so much rugby. So almost, much rugby, I loved it. Almost overflowing one's cup. Yeah, 100%. Um, watched that mostly at my parents' house. Then uh, I think by the time Australia, Georgia rolled around, I was doing a little bit of work on the exercise bike, and I had that on. Yeah. Um, and what was, what was the evening game? That was England-Argentina, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I think that's uh, that's something to delve into a little bit later. Yeah, but I, uh, I sat down and watched that one. Uh, mm, Kate was away, too. so I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a night just by myself of watching the rugby. Yeah. Lovely stuff. I hope Kate's not listening. And then Sunday, oh yeah, I popped off to the Tour of Britain. Um, so I, I went down to Clanharan to watch it come past the uh, the Brinkai Arms. I, I tell you, fucking zoom past. Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh, managed to catch the uh, the the leg between Abercannon and Astromanach coming through uh, the outskirts of Nelson. Yeah, like so. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, Impressive bit of, bit of stuff to see. And uh, I tell you what, Mikey, if you'd have known how far they'd have gone to get to Abercannon on that oh, stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My um my brother in law's from uh, from the valleys and um he was uh <laughs> to tell us all about it, like sort of the the, the hill climbs and stuff like that, like in the routes oh, they've become unbelievable. Like, well I, I'm a I'm a keen road cyclist, as you know, and the lack of effort that they appear to be putting in to just fly up those hills. It's disgusting, frankly. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, um, so, uh, yeah, they did They did the Bulk, they did the Rickos, mm, yeah. they did Brindy, they did Clan Wano, uh, and then they did a double ascent of, uh, ascent of Caffili Mountain. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they did the Bulk from the Nandi Moyle side, and bits of yeah, that yeah. grim. And I, but like so after after I'd watched them come past the pub, I I, I drove home. I, I wasn't very good. It was midday. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, popped it on the telly, and they were just sort of getting into the foothills of the bulk. And I thought, all right, I'll just settle in now and just watch them climb. Yeah, and yeah. Within sort of five minutes, they'd done it. <laughs> five minutes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous, like grim. Yeah, pro athletes, man. What are you gonna do? Exactly. Now then. We need to talk about oh, we, Wales Fiji, I suppose. We do. This is this is the sole purpose of yeah. this episode of the podcast. Yeah, uh, you, you caught it at home, I suppose. You didn't. Uh... I did. Yeah, yeah no, I caught same. it at home. Uh, wasn't uh, wasn't quite an evening for the pub, but uh, it would have been next weekend. <laughs> yeah, we we were both um, quite quite proud. Normally during a match, we'd be texts and various threads etc yeah I, I think probably it was, it was one certainly for um 
keeping an eye on and yeah. not trying to take your eyes off and being distracted by the interactions of um, social media interactions. I, I, I said in one thread, um, I, 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 towards the end of halftime, I was like, right, I'm going to see you guys in 40 minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I can put my phone away. Like, I, I'm glued to this. Um, so, yeah, feelings generally, first of all. How were you feeling before it? Like, we, we did have a sort of squad pod in the week, and I, I don't think yeah. I was particularly nervous until about half an hour before kickoff myself. Yeah, yeah I think it was a, a quick ascent for nerves. Uh, mm. I mean, much like our friends in the uh, Tour of Britain. Much, li- much like, much like the uh, parallels are unparalleled. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a funny one because like, this World Cup seems to have come around. It's taken this time, but it's your quick sort of thing and the escalation of the weekend as a whole and um, and we, we mentioned in the um squad pod like uh the or the, the previous pod um the the three key games for the weekend were gonna be obviously all blacks and France, uh, England and Argentina and then uh book ended with um Wales and Fiji and what a display. Oh. What what a game for the for the for the neutral. I mean yeah. if you watch that from, from from any other part of the world than within Wales or Fiji then you you were in for a treat. Yeah, um, I guess that sort of brings us on to the next question. Then, like, how are you during the match? On pins, saying like it was all so ferociously fast. Yes, it was unrelenting. Yeah, and at at no point, like sometimes you'll watch a test match, and you kind of feel like you're getting into the groove of the match. Yeah, phases are going by. And you settle into it. At, at no point during that match did I sort of settle into a rhythm. It was never clear what sort of match no, it was going to be. No, and it was sort of, in, in part, it was end to end. You didn't know where were you up, were you down, were you left, were you right? You, you, you were in, like, like I said, not necessarily in, in, in a groove to sort of take in what was going on. It was everything was going on and nothing all at the same time. Hmm. I think um, one thing I noticed watching it uh, was. I feel like neutrals in the ground were, were very much Fiji, I think, to be expected, really. Yeah, of course, yeah. And it's sort of like the the, the expectations and the, and the narrative around Fiji have been like, of all they've been, it's been expectations. And I think uh, you, know, you read a lot in the media this last day or two about um, Wales being the, uh, in inverted commas, the bad guys. Um, yeah. it, it did come across in sort of wider rugby media circles that uh, an entitlement that Fiji should have to, to win the game. Not, it doesn't, sport doesn't go like that. Sport isn't, isn't your friend. It's not your enemy, but it's certainly not your friend. I've, I've kind of, I think, um, identified a sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a disparity in some of the coverage, right? So hmm. when Fiji beat England, it was an embarrassment. Hmm. Yeah. When, in the build-up to that game, however, it was almost as if um, this is going to sound like a lazy comment, and to an extent it is. The English media was sort of, I think they had to sort of suggest that Fiji were going to win to take the pressure off England somehow. And, yes, soften the sort of the psychological blow. Yeah. Then, um, but you can't uh, hold those two opinions at the same time because no. either it was an embarrassment or Fiji yes. were class. And yeah. quite frankly, Fiji are a good fucking rugby team. They were they were very good in that game, um, yeah. and unbelievably so. And um, I think you go back to the to the pre-tournament warm-up games. Um, nobody's showing their cards. And oh God, no, no, and, and England are better than they were in that game at Twickenham against Fiji. Uh, 
I mean, they, like they managed that game against Argentina well, really well. Oh, they, they 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 did, but we didn't see much past ten. No, of course not. But that's all they, that, that's all they needed, and, and, and quite frankly, why bother? Because I kind of feel like if we were playing their Argentina's team, they might have dragged us down to their level, you know, somehow. Well, yeah, I get it. Um, and they weren't very good on 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 Saturday evening. Um, I think that was there for the world to see. Um, they're not the Argentina that have been competing in the in the rugby championship. Mm. Oh, who've beaten the All Blacks? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's not them. I don't know what's what's got boss happened, or whether they was just sort of dust the cobwebs off for the first game, and they're, they're still quite reasonable. They, they could qualify for the for the knockouts. Oh, totally. And um, Ree Garth Jones was on the Blood and Mud podcast this week, and uh, she pointed out, you know, yeah, people have been talking Argentina up, but actually. Wales beat Argentina the week before we lost to Georgia. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who, who the hell knows? Like, yeah, flaky was the word she used, and uh, I, I think that's that's probably right. Anyway, back to the game we were talking about, Mikey. Tangents tonight seems to be a theme almost. I know we need we need Ed as a sort of anchor in mm, force. I yeah. think yeah, bring us back into reality. Um, yeah, like I didn't have time to think, and mm, no, I think that was manifested best. When, um, like, that pass to Randrandra that he dropped at the end. Yeah. He didn't have time to process. He dropped it. As that ball yeah, was, yeah. I knew he was going to score. And when he yeah. didn't... Oh, it, it was, there was no one in front of him. Like, and it's like, I, I, I slumped back in the, in the sofa here thinking, oh, we've cooked it. Absolutely this is France 2021 20, all over again. Yeah. 100%. Um and then immediately after, I don't know about you, but my adrenaline and cortisol levels were so high after that game that I didn't get to sleep till three in the morning. I, I had good, I, yeah, I had a good forty-five minutes of catching up on text messages and WhatsApps, just <laughs> sort of like come, sort of try and get get a grip grip what happened. Uh, I, I left a, a, a cheeky old comment on your old um, X. Um, uh, what I think it was maybe in a rap podcast. Uh, is it, do they do they do a a three word? Uh, yes, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I put dicks or fingers on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got thrown in Twitter jail this week. Did you know? Um, for sure, you know that video of George Ford licking his hands for some reason. All right, yeah. So uh, yeah, so he, he's about to, I think, take a penalty to touch. Okay. And before he punts the ball, he just licks each hand. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, no reason. All, I'd love somebody to tell me what's going on there. Oh, um, God, but, yeah, so I posted that. And um, yeah, I got, I got a copyright hit. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. So I, oh, I, had, yeah. I had to reactivate my account this afternoon. I didn't even realize it was gone. How? What What was so wrong about that then? Well, it's, it's uh, not my intellectual property, is it? <laughs> so... oh, if you're retweeting something, then how many times does that get? No, I mean, I, I, I've uploaded a video that I took on my phone of it. So, oh, apologies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, straight to jail. Like, straight to jail. <laughs> what, what was what was what was, what was the uh, three the, the three meals a day like in uh, Facebook? <laughs> what the oh, X jail? <laughs> yeah. But if I'd have known what days I was banned on, I, I could tell you. But uh, yeah, was it, yeah, a, I, I, a, I, I just went on earlier and tried to send a tweet. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. I can't. <laughs> was it was it was it megabytes and chips or something? I don't know. Oy. <laughs> there he is. Um, so yeah, that, following a reflection period, then how, how are you feeling about it now? Because Christ, Whoa. a lot has a lot has been said about this yeah. game in the last few days. 
uh, I suppose it's sort of a, a, a kind of from, from the immediate from the immediacy of um of, of, of semi dropping it. I mean, like you know, we were done. We'd lost. Like and and I don't think that would have been a bad result either, because mm. Fiji were there, um, and they were in the right direction. And I think, sort of looking at it now, sort of twenty four plus hours hence, um, I still think it was conceivable that Wales could have lost it. So mm. it's I, I don't want to say luck more than justice, but the the the, the last twenty minutes seemed to go for Wales, and that's what I would worry about. But like. Um, I think, yeah, definitely um, we got away with that one. I don't think we can risk letting ourselves get away with it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I re-watched it last night um, and I, I was taking some notes. And the thing that stood out for me is, yeah, people talk about Dan Bigger missed five points worth of kicks, which might have made things a little less frantic yeah. at the end. But if Fiji's free under the sticks tries... <laughs> Yes. disallowed or, or, or fumbled because you know it wasn't the refs all they were disallowed they, they were actually knock-ons yeah um and they kicked all their points fiji you could argue left 25 points up yeah which like, is and yeah look, looking at fiji as well sort of and, and watching the way wales defended and i'm sure we'll come on to the stats later mm. um Look at it. Fiji appeared to be run, Fiji appeared to be running in ones mm-hmm. with supporting runners, but not sort of like one with ball and one powering through. Where yeah. the way Wales have been defending has been two man tackling, so they're quite easy. The, the Fijian players would have been quite easy to, to wrap up from Wales's defensive perspective, and. I'm not surprised with the amount of tackles Wales are putting because if they stick in two into every one, then the stats are going to be high. You know whether that's just a matter of coaching or not. Like, but uh, yeah, what, what was it? Two hundred and fifty-three. Yeah, and the but, fifteen top tacklers in that game were all well. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 it's no surprise really when a coach like uh, Mike Forshaw, coming from with a rugby league background. I mean, we've seen with Sean Edwards like. The, the, the importance that's put on defence and it's an endemic in Gatlin teams throughout the defence is important. Hmm. Yeah. It's, um, I, I think, oh shit, what was I going to say on this? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's, go, let's go back a couple of steps. 253 tackles. Oh yeah. And of those 15 players, I think five of them would come off the bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How... <laughs> Bobby Rafflin, I think, I think Rio, no, Costello, I think, made sort of like 10 tackles. Did he? Um, wow. I, I, did, I did post the stats. In fact, oh, I've got them right here. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, so, right. The following are the top 15 tacklers from the game, and that includes Fijians. Uh, Will Rowland's 27. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, uh, no missed tackles, apparently. 100% as well. Do, do. Yeah. Man yeah. alive. That man was alive. <laughs> very, very much so. Uh, Gareth Thomas, 23. Jack Morgan, 20. Aaron Wainwright, 18. Bigger, 14. Tompkins, 14. Right. Elliot D, 13. <laughs> and he came off the bench, like, in, yeah. within the last quarter sort of, sort of job. Yeah. Tom Francis, 13. Dav Jenkins, 13. <laughs> I get, yeah. Falato got through 11 before he went off. So did Falato. Mm. Raffle got through 11 after he came on. <laughs> two, two. 
Dylan Lewis 10, Costello managed 8 during his cameo. And uh, Ryan Elias 8. But fucking hell, man. Like, talking about like Costello making 8 tackles from fly half having come on. Yeah. Dan Bigger was in every he was frame of the mm. television coverage the entire even when he was off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, and and, and de- definitely deserve it for the uh, man of the match award, uh, regardless of other opinions. Now, even though at the time I was a bit like, well, he, he only played bloody 65 minutes. Yeah, since I've gone back and watched it, mm. he was everywhere. Yeah, marshalling, generaling, barking, like... I think it's been sort of maybe brought to the fore a bit with, with the half-time sort of like um, berating almost. But like, that's not new Dan Bigger. That's no. regular, normal, everyday yeah. playing Dan Bigger. He's he's always got that in him. Like, it, it, was, yeah. it was dire, wasn't it, back in the Six yeah. Nations or the Autumns, maybe? Which, 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 which shows, you know, he, he commands um, better of the players. George had it, George over under caps. Yeah. What did Rio have? Ten caps to his name, if that, by then? If that, yeah. So it's it's like, you know, nobody's safe. And rightly so. Like, you know, why... Um, you see the international stage, it's it's big as last tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm just looking at other stats. And so I think the victory is made all the more sort of sweeter when you look at some of Fiji's stats. So they've ended the weekend as the team who had possession for the longest amount of time. Uh, so Fiji had the ball for 21 and a half minutes during that game. Really? Nobody wow. else had the ball that much. Um, and yeah, like... Uh, like Didn't they make the most meters as well? Over a thousand meters in the game? No, then. I saw the 1,068 meter stat or whatever it was. That's since been rounded down to something like 600 odd. But even bloody so, like, um, yeah. I'll see if I can yeah. find that real quick. Uh, possession time, territory line. If, you it could, it. if we, we go, go back to the to sort of defence, like, I mean, at, at times, and it was worrying at times that defending, particularly in the back division, looked a bit optional for Wales. Yeah, um, I tell you what, though, some of some of Fiji's sort of centre partnership play. Oh. Was fantastic. I think was yep. it was a semi Randrander's try yep. with the, the there was the inside ball. Yeah, that's it. Which he, he sort of took from a standstill and just he, managed I, to get to the try line. Ridiculously ridiculous acceleration. Yeah, I mean those who watch the Prem will have seen that with um, Bristol, of course, and some of the handling as well, like unreal. It's endemic in the within, within Fiji rugby, though. You know the the the, the skill set of. Making the ball do the work, and my god, that ball must have been sh- as shattered as the players. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, <laughs> I think you're right there. I, I just, I just wonder, like, would anybody have, would any team have stopped Semi from that position? Well, <laughs> or, but they, 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 you know, the gap was there from the run into, I suppose. Yeah, and that's something else as well. Like, you know, wh- why was that gap there? Mm. There's, it was a. Again, I go back to saying sort of Wales were quite lucky, sort of a great dust off for a first game, but you, know, you can't rest on Laura's, and there's clearly things to keep working at through yeah. the duration of Wales's time in the World Cup. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking back at my notes here. This is this is Fiji's uh, second try at about sixteen and a half minutes in. Um, yeah, so Gareth Davis at some point during the build up to that, like almost looks like he's going for an interception. 
um, which means that he takes his eye off the inside runner, yeah. who is fucking Ran Ranra. And, <laughs> and yeah. you know, the rest is history. Um, and it leaves a lot of other players with a lot to do. And I wonder if maybe, you know, being as he was the scrum half, uh, he should have, Davis maybe should have been a bit less focused on the intercept. And Yeah, there's there's definitely that. Um, but in in equal measures, that's quite a part of Gareth Davis's game as well, pinching off yeah. a pinching off an, old, an interception when he can. And yeah, like that's what Wayne Pavak may not have liked about his game is 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 sort of like penchant for um, going off the cuff sort of thing and going off yeah. script. Um, Gatlin clearly doesn't mind that because he said to Gareth Davis, you know, be be great at something. You're not going to be good at everything. This is a good point. Um, the other thing is, I feel like a lot of the good stuff for Fiji came from capitalizing of fixable mistakes from us. Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I'm looking here. Um, before that try, uh, so yes, this is in the build-up of Fiji's first try. We kick the ball out from a, I think it was either a mark or a free kick, mm. but we don't bury it in the stand. And so Give Fiji take a quick line out. Yeah. Now, it's, I've had conflicting information about this all week. Like on the one hand, people say that old thing of "don't kick to Fiji, don't kick loose." They're going yeah. to run it back you. And people have also been saying, "Well, actually, now they've got a set piece as well." So yeah, yeah it's, this strong all over the place. But I, I just think if we'd have you know buried that ball, yeah, a little bit of time to regroup, and then it's yeah. a slow line out from the yeah. ten meter line. It's it's long and off, yeah. and off like. <clears throat> That's yeah. it's 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 giving like I said, giving Wales chance for that half a yeah. half a minute breather. Like and sometimes yeah. you just like like you said, you just need to re recoup re- and re- regather the troops and yeah. sort of like get back in and say, right, this is what we're doing from you. Like and um, taking and, away and, that bit of momentum as well from like Fiji could could can be quite critical in key points of the game. Yeah, and and that was immediately after the. Um... George North trying to go alone from his own twenty-two. Oh, Malarkey a, on about on about eleven minutes. What an angle, mind. Well, see, I kind of think he was feeling confident after the angle he hit for his try a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um. And so maybe he's a bit buoyed by that. Um. But you know, so from there, um, we oh, let me get this right now. Do 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 do. Yeah, so maybe he's felt confidence. And then, yeah, so, yeah, Fiji come back, we win the ball back. But, it, like, for that period, we've, we've gone a bit headless chicken in our own 22. Yeah. And then it's um, Josh Adams getting putting a foot in touch on the down the left wing. Yeah, well, oh, that was so unfortunate, like, and that's the yeah. only words I can find for it. And and that, and that from that line out then, Fiji score a worldie. So, like, you know, if on 11 minutes we just calmed down. Yeah, with, with, a, with a bit of... You know, Dan Bigger marshalling, like, I mean, you know, mm. you've got to take as much as you want to put pace on the wall. You've got to take it off as well. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, right, so, I'm just trying to find our notes here, but we do do production meetings before we come on. We do. So, yeah, that was, yeah. So, Wales' attack, Mikey, I did sort of notice we change direction a lot, and which 
Yeah, and I, I couldn't quite get a grasp on that. I, I, I don't know where that... Sorry, go on. You're going to finish off. That's all right. So um, there was there were so many... I, I, I'm encouraged by it. Like, there were really? a lot of... Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, there, there were a lot of instances where players were running support angles, offloads were being chucked, um, passes were being made, and the runner was catching it and making ground. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, th- I think the start that... Um, Sticks out to me. Uh, red zone efficiency, Wales, 5.2 points per visit into the red zone. Yeah, yeah. Like Which, leading from the weekend. Like that's never happened before. No. <laughs> Our red zone efficiency is, is garbage. So I, I feel like I'm encouraged by this. On on paper, when you're looking at figures, and definitely like if you if you enter the 22 four times and come away with 20 points, I mean, you're, you're not doing so bad. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. Um, you said about the change of direction. Some of it looked a bit scatty, sort of like. Oh, it did. When they, yeah. When they, when they sort of, which that, that didn't encourage me whatsoever. Like there was wild thirty-yard passes being made from from the mid midfield, sort of mm-hmm. out wide, and like it was like a case of sort of right. Well, I can't do anything with it. You do something with it, which yeah. looked a bit. And I think sort of, similarly, I think maybe those passes sometimes led to isolation yeah. as well. Oh, definitely. So, there were periods, I think, I think North got pinged for it. I think Zamit got pinged yeah. for it. Yeah. And again, you know, we were given then chances to feed you. We didn't really need to give them. Yeah. And that put a, put the boys under quite a bit of pressure to um, stay, stay in the game and retain possession. Like, but like I said, with the, with, with the sanctions and penalties and turnovers and what have you. Yeah. It's um, something to, to, to nail down as to what they're going to do about it. Yeah, and I, I suppose you could also take a look at um, territory. I mean, Wales played with only 35% of the territory throughout the entire game. Yeah, which um, is a yeah. massive stat considering the score. Yeah, uh, in the la- in the final 10 minutes of the game, it was uh, 85% for Fiji <laughs> and 15% for Wales. A bloody hell, it felt like it. It did, yeah, and it's, it's like in, in that final play where Semi dropped it. Mm. It really did feel like sort of Wales had given everything and they had no more to give. Yeah, I like people have been I, so I, I've watched that that try at the end again, and people have been saying it would have been a difficult conversion, but like I, yeah. I in that moment I felt like we were so done. Yeah, you could quite conceivably have gotten back towards the posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have gone. I mean, any. Any outback player is going to try and get as close to the sticks. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was in in that sort of fifteen channel, hmm. maybe even even that five channel where us, us forwards are never welcome. Uh, <laughs> but hmm. uh, yeah, I think he would have got closer. He, he would have taken a, a massive effort from one of the, from like maybe Josh Adams or even Rio just yeah, to get in the so, way. So there were like three or four players over there, but he's he was at such speed. Like I, I wonder what use they would have been because like he would have been, they would have been nothing to him on the way yeah. to the line. Not definitely, like, they would have been atomized. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you, what did you make of the defense throughout the game? Oh, actually, I, I tell you what, maybe we should just carry on from the stupidness and and in attack sometimes, hmm. and the isolation and the making things difficult for ourselves. That moment just before halftime. Oh, there was some some outlandish errors being made. Like, like it, it just struck me that nobody had an eye on the clock. Like, 
Yeah, and and you see bigger vehemently, sort of like bit barking, kick it out, kick it out, get it off the park, and like I'll, I'll try and keep the profanities off the pod, of course. But uh, <laughs> um, good luck with the rest with 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 that as well, mate. But yeah, it's but surely that's a, that's a matter of communication, and yeah. somebody's going to be away, like. You all, you all, you all sort of. There's clocks all over the shop in in the stadiums with with the minutes coming down. And all right, in fact, it might not have been a, might not have been a true reflection of the time because the only time that is true is what's on the ref's clock. And if he says game on, it's game on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was like tr- trying to trying to play it in such a precarious part of the game where one mispass, one slip ball, one quick turnover, and you know Fiji got the pace to burn. It could have been quite a different outcome going into half time, and that would have been maybe a little bit more difficult to sort of like try and claw back, so to speak. In more intelligent news, we did get a rugby question answered, didn't we, Mikey? We did. Uh, you can take a quick 50 10, 22, provided you, can. <laughs> <laughs> you do it from the right mark. Uh, that was. Imagine, genius from Dan Bigger. Well, well, yeah. Uh, I think um, if he'd scored it, Mike Phillips would have been absolutely tamping. He, he was so pumped at that moment as well. Oh, he was. Yeah. Like, I, I've, 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 I've just never been able to get my hands on a referee to ask if you're allowed to take a quick from a fifty twenty two to yourself. And now I know you, you can. <laughs> yeah, I think th- th- that kind of thing can be exploited by the right people at the right time in the right yeah. circumstance. It's all got to come together to, to, to happen. And as long as the ref says it's okay, then try to score. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess going back to actual stupidity then. Uh, so, yeah, after our, our fourth and final try on 66 minutes, the, the mole try from D, um, bigger goes off. And things start to go to shit right from the restart with Domachowski's dumb round the side. Yeah. Sending off. And, uh, no, absolutely not. Um, and it was a kind of right, Doma walks on and Doma walks off almost. Yeah. Um, Gareth Thomas, who's done a lot of work in the scrums, then has to come back on. <laughs> and, uh, and that's and, not pleasant for any prop. And as we alluded to, by that point, he's made 17 gajillion tackles and, uh, you know, his work is supposed to have been done. Very much done. He can go off a happy trap. And and, and our discipline goes to shit and feeds you get on a roll. Yeah. Uh, there is there is a lot of changes. And um, uh, it, it, it did seem to quite sort of upset the Jew sort of thing. I, I think at this point as well, with the, you know, the slowly walking back to the restarts, etc. We yeah. really started to get under Carly's skin. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know about you. What, what do you think? I, I don't think you had a great relationship with Jack Morgan on the day. Uh, individuals be individuals, I think. Um, hmm. Whether he wanted to be spoke to or what, what was allowed, or whether he allowed Car uh, as a ref, yeah. he was allowing players to speak to him, is, is another that we, that, that we won't know and what we won't understand. But like, uh, again... <sighs> Jack Morgan's new to it, got to grow to it, and mm. um, it would be handy, I think, maybe if he had a chat with Sam Auburn about yeah. how to interact with the referees. And you know, it's it's been documented, like the you know, the, the one of the reasons why Jack Morgan is one of the cap, one of the co-captains, was because of his interactions with the referees during during the week with Wales, yeah. um, asking the right questions at the right times about the right things, which isn't easy. 
I mean, yeah. it, particularly sort of like on the field in the heat of the moment when there's a, a lot of things going on. Um, bringing back to sort of the thoughts about questions, Sam Wobbling being captain of the Lions um, with the, with the, the drawn uh, series against the All Blacks. Like, I mean, he, he wasn't that vocal as a captain, like, you know, around the park and stuff, but he's, asking, he's doing the right things at the right time to get the right outcomes. And that was critical in that sense. And um, I think, uh, yeah, if, if Jack's listening, if you're listening, Jack, and uh, of course, <laughs> not that I'll be trying to tell you what to do, of course, you know. You but, listen uh, to us now, Mr. Young, Morgan, young, young, young master, master Morgan. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be getting your pocket money, actually. It's, it's, you know, you've, got to, you've got to pull on what's available to you, like. Yeah. I, I'm looking at my notes, though, as you've been chatting, Mikey, and it is a calamity of errors from the Domachowski um, sending off. So let, let me let, let me let me start with when the, the restart on 67 minutes, right? So I've got 67, restart, bigs off, things start to go to shit. <laughs> 68, Domachowski, dumb, round the side. 69, dire shot out of tackle, discipline goes to shit. <laughs> oh, Yes. Uh, 70 Gareth Thomas has to return for scrums penalty from the scrum uh, Fiji are on a roll but ref blows for some reason okay uh, Wales time raced in reset the scrum looks solid okay uh, open play then after that two us over scores 32-21 Wales time ro- raced in um, wa- walking back to the line we kick deep and we get a line out just outside the Fiji 22. Do you remember this? Yeah. And that's the one where there's some shit housing going on around the line out, <laughs> around the mark, and it results in Fiji getting a fucking free kick. It's a Wales yeah. line out on their 22. Yeah. If there's ever a time to keep it cool, boys, it's, it's, yeah. it's when you're in such a strong position in terms of territory. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Lewis goes off his feet. Uh, Fiji missed hatch from the... Mm, yeah, that's right. It. Wales kick it back. Fiji 50 line mine out. They almost messed that up, but they get into our 22. Uh, penalty against Liam Williams. Fiji cross the line, double movement, no try, and that was under the sticks. Yeah. Then they go back for the penalty against Liam Williams. They go for a scrum, North's at six. They get a scrum penalty advantage, another pen, another warning quick tap and they score out wide and miss the conversion. Well, you've been saying that, right? I, yeah. All I've heard is... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, listen to this, right? Long restart. Fiji kick it back to us. This is 79 minutes now. Yeah. We, we are... What are we? Six points ahead? Yeah, it's, it's touchy, like, isn't it? I mean, one, Wait, one and then Liam and... Williams kicks out on the fault. <laughs> He don't look. He don't look best impressed with himself, and neither do the rest of the team at that point. No, and, and then for the for the rest of it, then it's the the whole sequence where um, Fiji essentially don't score. Uh, during which, mind Tompkins makes a massive hit. Um, but what I noticed was um, when the ball went out left towards Ran Ranra, the short pass might have been the better option. Actually, yeah, definitely. It's it's all too tempting sometimes to make that long looping pass. To just because there's a player in space, and mm. obviously the the, poor, the ball will always travel quicker than a player, but in in some circumstance, having I mean, that shorter pass is going to draw players in. Yeah, 
if there's because, two or three players, if they're going to overrun, obviously try and defend against Semi as well. But like, it's about making that ball work as well. And sort of like, if you can put it through the hands, you, you, this tastes a bit more secure over shorter distance, getting to the best outcome. And I think actually going back to that, what I noticed about our wingers, all three of them actually, was we we were almost operating like a reverse drift where the wide men were biting in quite a lot yeah. in defence. It looked like it looked like a tactic because we were doing mm. it a lot. Yeah, it's, it, it looked to me like a rugby league tactic. Mm. You see that quite a lot sort of where you leave, you sort of, like I said, shoot up mm. on the outside and short, hoping to keep players on the inside where they have no choice other than just go forward and you stick, then the time yeah. can be made easier. But like, what happens then if somebody gets stood up, caught flat-footed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I guess maybe Fiji have had a word with each other and said, look, don't don't pass short because maybe Wales are biting in and they're shutting us down. Let Maybe, yeah. maybe try wide. and get the ball wide. Yeah, and um, it, worked, it would have worked with Semi out wide in that last yeah. minute. Yeah, because I mean, he also went to wing, didn't he, from centre? Yeah. Um, at, at one point, so yeah, perhaps that was going through their minds. Perhaps yeah, it was yeah. just desperation because you know. So, uh, so sometimes I think sometimes your eyes go wide with desire, and you yeah. can see a player like not saying that any the other Fijian three quarters haven't got pace. They've all got gas to burn, yeah. but like a, a, any player that far with oceans of space around them, like yeah, is um is too tempting almost. On on our defence, um, apart apart from this drifting thing, I feel like the scramble was decent. And I mean, Fiji aren't knocking on over the line twice if we aren't no. disrupting quite well. Yeah, getting right in amongst it, like yeah. So yeah, I mean, after some reflection, I think I'm I'm fairly encouraged. Uh, I wonder if other teams can will cause us. Well, okay, Ireland, South Africa, New Zealand would cause us similar problems in defence. Maybe not the same exact problems, because Fiji, I guess, still a bit unpredictable. Yep. Um, but if we move on to the set piece, I think neither team is really attacking the other's set piece throughout. Like, all the line-outs seemed re- reasonably uncontested. Yeah. yeah. It, scrums it, weren't really... Until last school off, what I noticed in the scrums, Fiji's scrum sort of escalated in the last quarter, which is yeah. when Wales is, you know, Dom going off, they were down to seven. Um, so, um, there's that to think about, like, but you maybe do get a like bit a, of a buzz from being so dominant in a set piece as well, in, maybe, in that maybe, sense. Maybe it's an energy conservation thing, right? Like, if you just mm. put up with the scrum getting completed, your forwards are less knackered the next time they get the ball, perhaps. You know, if, Maybe, if, if, yeah. if, if you if you start in a bit of a dogfight in, in yeah. like those sorts of facets, you know, and, and Fiji do require like a lot of their forwards carry a lot. Yeah. So may, maybe there's that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I, I think it's really hard to gauge Wales' set piece off the back of this match because I don't think there was much conflict there. It wasn't much of a battleground. Yeah, it sort of equaled itself out. Um sort of uh, there was no clear dominance like you know the the, the, the scrum was, was functional then yeah so probably the one of a better word I think you're apart from the pitch the pitch was having none of it oh yeah that, that was bad mm. um, you, don't, you don't go to a World Cup and expect to sort of um, play on a carpet but you don't expect that either especially on the bloody end yeah. of summer yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Any standout Welsh players or moments for you? I knew this was coming. Hmm. I know where we're going with this. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a guy in a 12 jersey, like... Yeah. As, as, the, needle, as, the, as the needle moved. I'm still not convinced. Oh, no, I don't think any of us are convinced, but I... Uh... I will say that my needle has shifted a bit, especially after watching it back. And, and you know, I, I, I was keeping an eye on him. He did a lot. To, we are talking about Tompkins. Uh, he did a lot <laughs> in defence. He did a lot of good. He did some bad. Um, and I tell you what, I don't know, a couple of times. I don't know if we score some of our tries without him. Like his pass to North for North's try was yeah. fucking fantastic. It, it was an operator's pass. Let me be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying about the uh, someone, someone else, um, someone else, another, another twelve. No, we got no names, but another twelve at that range is making yeah. a different decision. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but, but then, does that suggest a, a, not a different outcome, hmm. but just going about it, going about it a different way? Like you know, Wales is in Gatland's first. Um, Stint as coach, it was Jamie Roberts crash up the middle, come around mm-hmm. the corner and and take the mick there. So like, there could have been that option. Like, but yeah, George North strike was critical when it happened. Oh no! I and I tell you what, if he and Tompkins can develop and understand, because also I will say, um, it was George seemed quietly effective in defence, having watched it back. Yeah, like he wasn't getting. Commentators plaudits throughout, like for big no, hits. But, but quietly going about his business is is yeah. the best way to go. Um, and you're not going to get many more people running at the 13 channel like the Fijians do. Yeah, and they they, they got big boys throughout, like, and yeah. uh, they may not have that kind of attrition from other teams, but um, definitely um, that and that 13 channel is sometimes can be exploited. I mean. Foxy used to run the defence for Wales from 13 mm-hmm. but that may be because the operator is there you know I don't think it's it's, it's not unfair to say George North isn't a renowned defender but mm-hmm. or is it not that we haven't or is it that we haven't seen that because he hasn't played he's played yeah. over 100, 100 caps on the wing where yeah. he's the last of last to defend and it's so on on the wing as well. You, 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 a lot of your tackles are one on one with a lot of space yeah. around you both. So like you can change the point of contact yeah. as the attacker quite easily re- or relatively easily versus yeah. if you're in traffic. Yeah. So yeah, your defensive weaknesses are exploited on the wing. But tell you who's weren't. <laughs> Josh Adams. Oh man, alive! <laughs> I have never seen. Any, I love Josh Adams. Like, <laughs> he put, put half of that. Uh, I think he put half of that winger in the front row and half of him in the back row. He gives so much of a shit, that man. Like he does. Uh, yeah, you could see after his try and then after that tackle, man. Like he, 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 so much passion. You wouldn't have begrudged him man of the match, actually. No, he put a bloody good shift in. Yeah, I tell you who else. Um, Wainwright was doing it for me throughout the game on my rewatch. Yeah. A lot of lot of lot of good work. He's an athlete who's around the park, like any. So, yeah. like, this this isn't this isn't new, but no. it's refreshing to see that he haven't lost what he had under Wayne under Gatland in his 
when he when he got in the squad first. I mean, mm-hmm. harking back to to the 2019 World Cup where he's galloping, scoring tries. Yeah. Um, I don't think we can finish this segment without talking where everybody's talking about, which is the ref. Um, I, I think I would get it if I was a Fiji fan or yeah. if I desperately needed Fiji to win to make me feel better about my own, own team's loss to them. <laughs> oh, and that, that's, that's, that's not a dig to our brethren from over the border, is it? Um, but, like, he was shit, but he was equally shit. Equally, yeah. I think that's... I mean, you, you look through black and white tinted glasses or you look through red tinted glasses mm. or you look through the, the hue of the international blue and green and white, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, um, both like, teams uh, could feel... A, yeah, yeah course, like, like put yourself in Fiji shoes. Like, we would be talking about if there were that many infringements without a card. Yeah. We you're would be... That, we'd bring it up. It's saying exactly the same thing, and the, the rhetoric could have been exactly the same the other way, but... Yeah. But the the yellow card for bringing down the mall, that's that's a yellow card. It doesn't matter. Like, no. the, you don't get warnings for that. Uh, there was head-on-head contact with Liam Williams that went unnoticed. There and was head-on-head head contact on... bigger on a Fijian. And Will Rollins, Rollins put a high Rollins. shot in as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the ref was, wasn't was really allowing a jackling game to go from either side. No. He was very strict on entry. Ref clearly like bigots and yeah. let them go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I think if we'd have lost, we'd have felt aggr- we would have felt aggrieved yeah. about some things. Yeah. I think also Fiji having lost, feel right aggrieved. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh, can't change the result. No, I, as I don't much think- as yeah. as much as a lot of people would 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 like to, but at the end of the day, the ref called it as he's seen it at the time. Yeah. Um, there were no banker reviews, were they? Uh, no, no. It, like when when. Fiji were attacking our line early in the first half and the commentator said that Bigger was getting checked in the background. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, it didn't look good. No. No. Yeah. And uh, another one that um, got away. Like, some some refs are more lenient than others. And, mm. you know, obviously, the, the ref there is in the position he's in for for fair reason. Yeah. But There's also not been any sighting activity. No. So I wonder no. if we've just got the wrong end of the stick and better angle show that it wasn't. It was shoulder on chest and it slid up yeah. Or, yeah. the initial contact with someone else maybe I, I don't mm, mitigating circumstances if uh, somebody pushed him in the back which had nothing to do with it in the first place yeah um, right there Mikey I did promise you a secret bonus yes or no round you did I I'm excited so answering yes or no on the evidence of what you saw against Fiji can Wales beat the following teams who have already played this weekend ready oh okay uh, we sound difficult. France, nah. New Zealand, soft no. Italy. Oh, sorry, Italy. Um, did I see Italy play? I did see Italy play. Um, but I will probably go yeah. Namibia, yes. Ireland, oh, a bit of a porgy team, isn't it? Yeah. So um. Another, let me go soft. Yes. Okay. Oh, speaking of bogey teams, are we now Fiji's bogey team? People always talk about <laughs> two thousand and seven, but in the yeah, preceding eight, years, eight games since two thousand and seven, yeah. 
we have won seven <laughs> and drawn one. So, um, like, oh, bogey team, Fiji. Uh, yeah, I think we are now Fiji's bogey team. <laughs> they, can every, they, can, they can beat everyone else in the world, but come yeah. to Cardiff, boys. Yeah, and, they're, uh, they're, they're ranked above us. They were favourites going into this game. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, yeah. And they just can't, can't go over the line against us. Uh, Romania. Just, yeah. Australia. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, I'm not sort of soft yet. Yeah. That's a that's a yeah. yeah. Georgia. Yeah. England. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Argentina. After that, yes. Uh, Japan. Um, again, didn't see Japan, but uh, Japan um, Chile was actually it was quite a fun game. Um, I, I, can, I, I, I can imagine it would be yeah, yeah. I, I had one while I was waiting for the uh, the bikes to pass the pub. Um, um, yeah, probably yes. Course, yeah, we're going yes with Japan and Chile. Yeah, uh, Scotland. Listen to a bit of that game as much as I could. Didn't see it, but um, it's going to sound a bit arrogant now. I suppose like it's another, it's another, <laughs> it's another. Yeah, and it's it's not it's it's a medium. Yeah, I suppose I didn't watch them mm-hmm. play. So yeah. And uh, finally, South Africa. I knew I was coming. <laughs> um, probably not for me. Yeah, probably not. It's not a it's not a hard yes, but it's not a soft one. Uh, sorry, it's not a hard no, but it's a not a soft yeah. one either. Okay, um, we're going to look ahead to uh, Portugal now. Uh, who would you be picking in the back three for this game, Mikey? So it's limited, see, isn't it? Mm. I think there's there's certain players who've got to have a run. Mm. To give themselves the best opportunity before Australia. Not yeah. that you want to write Portugal off, but it it's gonna be the softest game. I think you can take the take more calculated risks here than um than with Australia or Georgia necessarily. Yeah. I mean they're the lowest rated opponent that we'll play in the World yeah. Cup. So on that I think I wanna try and stick with some sort of like positional structure. So I think half penny starts at fullback. I've gone the same. Um, and then I think probably Rio starts yep. along with Zamet. That's exactly what I've done. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah. We've, I don't think we've ever agreed on a back three before. No, I don't think we have, no. This is, um, this is, this is, this is a shift. And it's also what Ed has done as well. So, uh, is it? Oh, yeah, see? He, he has sent us his, his choice. I haven't um, looked back quite yet. So, uh, nah, I know. I, I've just got up now on my screen. Um, yeah, I'm multitasking a bit. If I if I, if I do sound like I'm not listening, I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking at what Ed's written. Um, do we think Gatlin's going to do that? I, I feel like he's going to have to rest. Uh, Ad, took, Ad, yes, Adams, Adams and Liam need a rest. Yeah. So then, you wouldn't, you wouldn't of... yeah, you wouldn't risk them in mm. this game. Like, I'm not saying like the other boys are worth risking, but mm. like they feel less vital to beat in the big boys. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to think Rio and Zamet could run tries in all day, and it's going to be um, keep yourselves out of trouble, boys, but be on the end of everything and give yeah. it guns and give it gas when you need to. I think the only thing I would think he could do uh but i don't think he will like it's, it's one of those like it's not beyond the realms what maybe gives anscombe a minute at 15 but, but yeah I'm, but then you've got to bring bigger into the bench or onto the starting line out i don't see well that. you put costello in at 10 but covering nine as well i mean you could risk 
And I, I would, yeah, I suppose we call it the bench after, like, but yeah. I got some thoughts on that. Okay, well, let's let's do the centre. And so we, 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 I think we're going to full house there. I think we all think half many die as Ahmed, and we think Gatlin will do the same. Yeah. Um, if we look at the centres, then for me, it, I think it's going to be Grady and Tompkins. I'm going to go the other way around. Okay. I'm thinking Llewellyn and North, uh, not Llewellyn, um, Johnny and George. Okay, okay. I I think Johnny, I think George needs a run to just mm-hmm. to keep to keep on with what he was, what the, the good he did. Played the eighty, didn't he? Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to have a do over. I'm going Johnny Williams and Grady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I can see what you're saying about North. Um, I'm I'm just starting to feel like he is vital. Y- y- yeah, and I think. In the thirteen jersey, I think you need mm. some consistency. Not that there's not the cons- consistency out wide, but mm. the, the message across the back division needs some consistency. Yeah, it, I, I think if we were playing Australia next weekend, it, I, oh. I'd probably do Tompkins and North again. <sighs> I know. Uh, Ed, it pains me to think it. Yeah, Ed has also gone Grady and Johnny Williams. Has <laughs> he? Yeah. Do we think? Gatlin's going to do that. I don't think he's going to put Grady in to start okay. on, the, on, on the basis that... Maybe give think, North a half and then bring... Yeah, him. I think Grady would be on the bench because he's another one who can... like He's covered the wing, he's covered centre. Mm-hmm. So it, whoever you need to manage better on the day during that game, mm-hmm. like whether you need to manage Zamet, whether you need to manage George, whether you need to manage Halfpenny, New news just in from Ed. He's he also thinks that Gatlin's going to go north and Williams. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. So uh, interesting. Interesting. It's, you know what? He's he's live sending me these these messages. Like, <laughs> might as well hell? jump on. Yeah. yeah just just bloody <laughs> yell it. Come on now. Uh, right. Your which halfback pairing would you pick? Mm. Um, I'm going Anscombe at ten. So is Ed. Mm. And nine Thomas. Also, Ed. <laughs> um, and I think it's, it's actually very good. I mean, like, you've only got two nines in the squad. So, yeah, you've you, you got to rotate them, right? But you've got the issue then with the second row as well, which is coming. Yeah. Uh, I I also think that's what Gatlin's going to do. He needs to give Anscombe a game. Yeah. Um, and I might see him picking Gareth Davis. Uh, yeah, if you force me to predict, I think I think he's going to give Gareth the first half and Thomas the second half. Yeah. Uh, in, in what my what are you opinion, saying? In my humble opinion, I don't think Gareth Davis is anywhere near the team or the bench. Okay, so you're, you're doing uh, you're doing Costa as nine cover here. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, so. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Well, we we'll go with what we've all said, and we'll pre- we'll, we'll predict. Hanscom and Thomas Williams to start. Although we worry about that later. Um, okay, your your front row then. The I've been, uh, like to see. been chewing over this for the last. Uh, I was chewing over this on a round of golf I was playing with an old school friend earlier. All right. And uh, yeah, um, I think D is starting a soccer. Oh, interesting. And. Um, Putting Dylan at tight dead. Okay. And Dahmer at one. 
do you think he's going to do that thing he sometimes does with a player? Where it's like you had a bad game, get straight back in. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think necessarily not necessarily saying Dominic had a bad game; it was just a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right, but I think like I think you want Nicky Smith and Henry Thomas come off the bench because they need a run. Yeah, yeah, as well, and you want to keep. I'm not saying keep Gareth Thomas away from it. Mm-hmm. But, keep, but keep Thomas Francis away and I think if, you, if you're giving Nicky Smith a bit then you've given Gareth Thomas a bit mm-hmm. Dom Chelsea had a bit more than he had you've kind of seen them all in the first two games um, yeah. or give them a run in the first two games just give them everyone a chance to put, this, put themselves out there ready for Australia mm-hmm. now I me and Ed Ed and I agree <laughs> that um It'll be Nicky Smith at well, no, we we'd like to see Nicky Smith at loose head starting, and Dewey Lake captain in the side from Hooker. He's gone with Henry Thomas. You've gone with Dylan Lewis. I agree, it's going to be one of them too. <laughs> uh, it's it's not going to be Francis, is it? Like, no, no, no. They're, they're keeping him hidden. Um, I'm going to go with Henry Thomas. Interesting. Yeah. We haven't seen Henry Thomas. Exactly. Much. Mm. Like, but what we have seen of him has been off the bench. Mm. Where, rightly or wrongly, some players become become organically that 20-minute yeah. warrior, which there's nothing wrong with because we've seen Anscombe and Bigger manage that between them a long time ago, which is great as long as you've got them. Yeah. The two players are happy in the roles they're playing. Yeah. Do you think... Um... Gatland is going to go with Domachowski to start then. I, I, I can see it. Yeah, no, Ed, Ed said the same thing, so I'll give you boys that. Uh, in, in terms of Hooker, then Hooker, I think, yeah, I, th- I think Elias is is rested. Yeah, I, um, mm, I, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I think Elias is, and yeah, I, I, I predict Gatland's. I, I'd like to see Lake, and I predict he's going to go with Lake. I see him on the bench. See. Okay. Uh, but, well, Ed, Ed and I agree on that one. So well, I've outvoted, of course. We're in a yeah. democracy here. Yeah. <laughs> and tight head. Yeah, tight head. Actually, uh, Ed predicts it will be Dylan Lewis. That's what you would like to see in your choice. Yeah. What's your prediction? Lewis or Thomas? On the basis of the next game, Yeah. I think it's going to be Lewis. Because we've he, seen... He likes him. Yeah, he does. But then Henry Thomas has, has, has bring, brought some stability in mm. the minutes that he's been having. So I think much in the same way as, like, as we come on the bench now, one of my reasons by you for the bench, mm. uh, edge towards that bomb squad-esque. Okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> but it's not like it's not Gango the acumen of a bomb squad either, really, is it? But I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, moving on to the lock partnership. Now, I, I can tell you where I'd like to see. I would like to see Shinzer and Jenkins together. <sighs> see, Shinzer needs a run out. Um, I think it's a great. That would be a good opportunity to see Shinzer in the row, mm. uh, along with David Jenkins. Mm. I hadn't. You stir in my pot, yeah, Reese. Yeah. Bear in mind, no, this is this is Mikey's fantasy. Like, what would you like to see? Well, so. when I was thinking about this earlier, I was thinking, I was thinking Adam Beard and Jenkins. 
That, I mean, that I mean, is what Ed has gone for. Right, Adam Bearden Jenkins and Shunza on the bench mm-hmm. covering the second row to play a vital impact, to play a vital part in maybe seeing that Shunza and Jenkins in the second half and taking Beard off. Mm-hmm. So that's so I'm going to go Beard and Jenkins with Shunza coming on early in the second half, 42 minutes, 43 minutes. Yeah. Now, following on from how we've predicted the pack will look, so we've gone Domachowski, Lake and Lewis, it's relatively inexperienced. So I, I think if he's doing that, then the tight five will probably want some experience. Yeah. So I think Beard will be one of the two locks. Yeah. Even though I'd like to see Shinson Jenkins. Um. So yeah, the oh, other one... That's Will Rowlands again. Yeah, like of course not, no. So I, I predict probably Beard and Jenkins, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the, the way the coaching team will select as well. Yeah, they, they, they won't... I don't think they'll throw, you know, an entirely green type five at the problem. No, no. And, um, like, Dylan's got a lot of experience. Um, who will we go with the soccer? Is, is Gat- uh, we've predicted Lake for Gatland. Hmm, yeah. Um, played a lot of yeah. ruggers, but um, yeah. Dennis Domachowski at one, but it is Portugal, and I think that's okay. Okay. Uh, Ed has picked uh, Lydia Drefflin Falato in the back row. Ooh. Uh, this, 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 I had questions over this, right? And I don't think Falato will be anywhere near it. It's tricky, isn't it? I, something I was going to bring up in the coverage of the Fiji game was I thought he was quite quiet. Mm, yeah. not, not in his sort of Falato is quietly brilliant way, just in a sort of... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wonder if we might give him an hour. It looks like he got battered as well, mind. He got it in the face, didn't he? Yeah. Not on purpose, uh, just you got no, it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't a fisticuffs at dawn sort of job. But no, no I, I think Falto staying away from that. I've I've gone with um uh like what I go with? Lydiat, Basham and Raffle. Okay, so you're going uh Raffle at open side and uh, Basham at eight, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I quite like that. Um what would I like to see and what do I think is going to happen? I, I agree that I'd like to see Lydiat. Um This is a game where I think Lydiat's going to play. Yeah. To, 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 just to give... God, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be a guiding voice as well. And, you, and, and you talk about that, that experience required for younger, for the less experienced mm. players. I mean, like, you look at Beard there, um, Dylan, and uh, Lydiat. Between them, they yeah. should be able to, to sort of take the spot to sort of manage that element over Portugal. Okay, I'm going to agree then. I'm, I'm going with Lydia Raffle Basham um, with the proviso that we have a fucking bomber bench. Yeah, and I, I, oh, this, this bomb bench is, uh, is all right yeah, that I'm uh, thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, what do we predict? I, do you know what? I'm almost certain it's going to be Lydia. Yeah. Uh, We're not going to see Jack Morgan. He played eighty, didn't he? Yeah. So and we're not. See, he's young, and 
he needs time on the pitch interacting with test rugby referees. And also, after the Australia game, we've got two weeks off before Georgia. Mm. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, uh, Ed thinks... Ed predicts raffle. So if, if you're going to predict raffle, then I'm outvoted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So be it. <laughs> and uh, who are you predicting at eight then? Um, Basham. Okay. Because yeah, I'll stick with your logic there. I, I think I'm with you. They all, right. need, they all need to see him. Basham's been quality coming off the bench for Wales. Yeah, he needs a run. He needs a blowout. Mm-hmm. Much, much in the same way as um, I suppose, much in the same way in 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 the way to, to get him on the park. It wouldn't be the same combative environment, and I think he would have thrived on being in a combative environment against Fiji. Yeah, okay. but um, he can be dominant in the in in carrying. Against, I don't like to say, but the weaker team of the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, based on that, then the front row I would like to see on the bench is the firsts. So, Gareth Thomas, Ryan Elias, and Tom Francis. Ooh, I think the. This is what you'd like to see. Total opposite. I'd like to see is Nicky Smith, Dewey Lake, and Henry Thomas. And let me just check. Yes, you are able to do that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure you are uh, fantastically pick, picked. Yeah, pick, yeah, pick the same player twice. Yeah. Um, interesting. I, I, I want, I want to do what we talked about last week, where you bring on the big boys and just mash yeah. a tired team into the dust. But uh, I, I get in, and Nicky Smith and Henry Thomas have been doing that, haven't they? They've been coming on and, and firming things up, and uh, having them too. And Lake, in my opinion, coming on as a solid, thick set, scrummaging unit. That is a good unit, actually. Osprey's unit as well. Two thirds. Who am I missing? Henry Thomas. He's uh... oh, sorry, Henry. Th- in my head, that was Gareth. Th- yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, right. Yes, Thomas H. <laughs> Thomas H. There you go. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Then, um, uh, yeah, we done with that one. Are we moving on or? Uh... Well, what, what do we think Gats is going to do? So we, we think Gats is going to start Domachowski, Lake, and Lewis. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to let Francis anywhere near it. Okay. No, I, I can I can see that. Yeah, Lake will need to have some game time because I think he's going to start against Australia. Yeah. And then I, I really, truly believe it's going to be Nicky Smith because he's, he put, he's on the bench against South Africa. So, like... Yeah. You and me and Ed would all predict Smith as the replacement loose head. Um, Ed's predicting D as the replacement hooker. Uh, for me, it comes... It comes down to D or Elias. I would... Uh, I'd probably you, predict D, I guess. You're only picking Elias on the bench. Mm. I think if you know D has got... I think D's a better rugby player than Elias. And if you're looking for rugby playing ability, then you're mm-hmm. keeping D away from that fixture purely to put him on the bench against Australia. Okay. 
Um, it's, 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 it's wrong to think. You've got to play what's in front of you, and, and that is the old adage. But yeah. in, in, in a World Cup environment, yeah, of course, yeah. Like you, you've got to think about the next fixture because you, you, you guarantee in the pool stages, you guarantee your next fixture. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Um, and I guess replacement tight head then. Yeah, as you said, Francis isn't going to be anywhere near this. Um, and Lewis is starting, and so it must be Henry Thomas then. Yeah, I think. Okay, uh, it's, it's 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 a toughie because like it's it's highly possible that Henry Thomas will start because Dylan Lewis has been oh, that yeah. twenty minute uh, off the bench. But it's hard two tight heads with the same brush. Then you know Henry Thomas has been great off the bench. Dylan mm. Lake, uh, Dylan Lake, Dylan <laughs> Lewis has been great off the bench previously. So it's, this this game will probably be who fares better to see who gets the run off the bench against Australia. That's a good point. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, right. Who Are you doing 6-2 or 7-3? Oh, 5-3. Five, three. <laughs> five, three. Okay. That's too complicated to do 6-2. Understood. All right. Well, for, I'll, I'll play fair. I'll, I'll, I'll join in with that. Uh, oh. So we need, we need a replacement lock. You've picked Beard and Jenkins to start. Who would you like to see on the bench? I think you already said you said Shinza, Yeah, right? Chunza. Okay. And I think I think I think the the, the the pack replacement so hard they look meaty. Yeah, um, Ed has gone. They're off the bench as well. Um, all right, so I've started with Shinzer and Jenkins, which leaves me Beard or Rollins. I guess Beard. Like Rollins needs to be fit for Australia. Yeah, wrap that boy up. I say. Yeah, I've written beards. No, just just one, just the one beard. <laughs> Will do. Uh, your your back row cover. I'm. Yeah, you go first, Wainwright. Yeah, I could be tempted by Wainwright. Oh, by the way, we He's didn't predict. Only... Sorry, we didn't predict Gatlin's lock cover. Uh, Ed Ed is saying yeah. Shinza. Shinza, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be by default based on what you guys have picked. Okay, and I, I've got no, I've got no skin in the game. I've been voted. Okay, so you're, you're, yeah, Wainwright, he, we, he's the only one, one, I think. Yeah, if if you're going along with, don't play Falato. Although, nah, I'd like to see Falato have some time off the bench. Yeah. Uh, my, my my thoughts are on this. I like you've got out and out six, and out and out seven. Yeah. In in uh, uh, Lydia and Raffle, yeah, and then you've got Basha who, who can who's been who's been doing it all, yeah. But then you've got Wainwright then covering the bench, who's a six come eight, yeah. In 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 that order, in my humble opinion. So like, there's a chance to sort of like save Raffle mm-hmm. by putting Basham to seven, and then giving Wainwright Wainwright a run at eight. I, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Um, I just wonder, like with Portugal, we can pro- there's probably enough give in Portugal that we don't need to be quite so rigid with our back row balance. And I'm just, yeah. worried, I'm just I, I just think like I, I could see a situation where I don't know, you bring Raffle off, you shift Basham to seven, and you you pop Falato down at eight. I think Wainwright played, you know, he played a good game yeah. on the weekend. He, he was on the field for a while. Falato needs the time. I'm I'm going for. I'd like to see Falato. I, I can I can see it. I can I, I could see Falato 
cover in a bit of six as well if Lydia went down. Yeah. Oh, now Ed's gone full Basham is the impact mm. back rower and he'd like to see Basham, which leaves us in a tricky spot in terms of uh, picking out bench cover. It has to be Falatel or Wainwright. Um, Ed is saying... <laughs> right, well, Ed's saying Basham, so we, we can't listen to Ed, so it comes out of what we think. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the prediction is either we're wrapping Falatel and Cottonwool or we're giving him game time, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, what it comes down to. Does I'll, he? Need... I'll let you choose. The... Oh, you're a gent. <laughs> yeah, does he need? Um, does Falatel need to play? If that that's the question, I think. Did he do enough against Fiji to warrant? See, and you're shaking your head there. I know the the, the listeners can't see, but Reese is shaking his head <laughs> in response to the rhetorical question. Did Falatel do enough? The answer <laughs> is no, which is wild. I think about with the credit that he's got in the bank. Yeah, um, but the scrum wasn't as dominant as I'd have liked. But Falata was used to that being on the back of a retreating scrum when he's gone forward. So yeah. I can see, I can definitely see the value in having Falata on a bench. But I think he brings a different level of fizz when it comes to Australia. I don't think if he were to come off the bench and have twenty. Hmm. Or fifteen, maybe he's not having more than twenty, unless someone gets injured. And is Falata worth a risk in that circumstance? You predict the unpredictables. Personally, I would see Rain- Wainwright is more riskable on the fact that I feel he's slightly, probably more robust than Falata, given the outcome of. We don't see Falato come off very often, do we? No. Um, which sort of leads me to believe that Gatland wanted to sort of take him off because he was struggling. Yeah. So, But I think if he wants him to be an 80-minuter against Australia, he's going to need some match fitness. I get it. Yeah, I can see it. I, I think he's got to be there. I, th- I think Gatland's going to pick him, but... Remember now, this is the prediction. It's not the yeah. yeah, yeah. I can, I all, all the fingers are pointing towards, and I can definitely see it. You don't want do, it. Do I? Well, I don't want it, but <laughs> I can believe that that's what the coaching team could manifest. Okay, so we'll go with Falato. In a roundabout way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, replacement scrum halves pick themselves then. So we. All counts. We're going for Davis. Oh no, no, we're not. No, we're not. We? I'm not. You're, no. you're going for Costello. Yeah, Costello. You, you lunatic. Think... <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, judging on like the Gatland alluded to in the uh, pre World Cup sort of chat um, around Costello being an emergency scrum half. I think this is the game where you have a look at it. I'm not saying take Thomas Williams off for the sake of putting Costello at nine, but depending on how the game goes, um, if Anscombe needs 80, yeah, then therein lies the option. I mean, Anscombe could could drift off the fullback and mm-hmm. give half any a break, yeah, which could be quite conceivable. But 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going with Costello playing that half-back cover. Okay. Um, right. I, Ed and I are saying Davis, and I think, and we're both predicting Gatlin's going to go with Davis. Just out of interest, are you predicting Gatlin will go with Costello as well, or, is, or do you think he's not going to do that? He's a wild and unpredictable beast at best. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, a, po- a politician's answer there, Mikey. <laughs> so, <laughs> who is your so-called 10 cover in this situation? Costello. Okay, so who, who's who's wearing number 22? Oh, you? sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so, this is... So, so I'm in, in, so I, I running a sort of half-back centre, three-quarter cover. Okay. This is what I'm doing when I'm wheels coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the centre cover for me is going to be Grady. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I Grady. Can, I, can, I can do that, can't I? Yeah, just about. And um, uh, it won't be Adams. Mm. This this gets tricky. I'm going to go with Liam. I was thinking Liam is where I'd like to see. Because, and and he's off the bench for the last. Yeah, he's not playing twenty. He's yeah. having fifteen if he's lucky. Oh, oh, just for clarity as well. Um, Ed and I are going Costello on the bench as ten cover. And well, so, we, so you're having a nine and a ten. Yeah, and we're predicting Costello for Gatland as well. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Um, oh well so, so you're going Williams uh, Ed's Ed's going north uh, it's, it's hard when you've got to try and sort of cover all bases yeah I don't know what I'm thinking here. Um, right let me, let me think it's not going to be bigger um, yeah it's not going to be Adams north worries me because you know he's been known to get injured which I think I, is why North is better off giving it full beans because some players pick up bumps when they come off the bench. Yeah. I think Tompkins now all of a sudden is just somehow indisposable. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, I, it is, isn't it? I, it's ridiculous to think that. He's, he's not going to empty chair it, but he's going to oh, pick God, somebody. No. He's going to pick somebody like... Yeah, okay, he's going to pick Liam, but I doubt he brings him on. Needs him there just to fill a bit, fill a seat, like yeah. fill a jersey for the for the for the admin. Yeah. Now, now Ed, who picked Johnny Williams and North to start, predicts that Gatlin's going to pick Grady on the bench. Uh, so that is yeah. our, our so our starting centre partnership prediction is North and Williams. Uh, which I guess, yeah, it, it would be Grady then in terms of predicting. Yeah, because like you can you could play with that again with with Grady on the bench. Um, yeah, Grady could could come on as a centre, and George is being pushed out to the wing if George needs to stay on for any reason. Like yeah. he needs to be there as as a defensive role on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, but can sort of like guide Grady along from out wide. Yeah. Or you, can, um, or you can go on, or Grady can go on the wing as a straight swap. This is going to be one of those games where we, we do 
like if, if what we predict comes true, we're going to be pre- picking quite a weird team. And we probably aren't going to batter Portugal silly. Is worth. We'll, we'll, we'll probably win. But Well, yeah, I, I, I can quite conceivably see 10 tries. So like 7-3. 10 nil. I was thinking. Okay, okay. Interesting. Well, Portugal haven't played yet, they? This is actually Portugal's first game, mm. yeah. yeah. So they could be sort of bang up for it, but are they going to um, sort of uh, reach the emotional peak too quick? It's weird as well because in, in a lot of other groups, Portugal could feasibly have been playing for third place. So like you think England, Argentina, yeah. Japan, Samoa, Chile. If you replace any of the bottom three there with um, Portugal, they'd fancy their chances of get, getting third and often to qualify next time. But in yeah. this group, their only real chance of a... Their only, anything can happen. But the realistic mm-hmm. chance of a win is uh, Georgia as it stands. Yeah. Who they play quite regularly. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, right. Is there anything else we need to talk about in selection? I think, I think we're right there, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, right. So, uh, oh, we're going to do a little Welsh Prem roundup just to uh, wrap things off from last week. Uh, so, on Saturday, there were actually six games which is which is nice. Yep. Uh, Cardiff beat RGC thirty-five seventeen. Ebuvale took Ponty thirty-eight twenty-one. Oh, up in Ebuvale. Yeah. I see um, that score. I'm well impressed. Landevry hammered Murphy uh, thirty-eight twelve. Yeah. Oh, fair play. Quinns beat Neath away forty-nine fourteen. Pool Swansea sounds like it was close twenty seventeen. And then. Uh, Osprey's Derby, Aberavon beat Ingridge N 24-18 in Port Talbot. Who took the spoils in the Pontypool game? Uh, Pontypool 20-17 to Pontypool. Oh, fair play. They uh, took, took the spoils over Swansea. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so, uh, well, let's show a quick little look at the table there. Um, so, yeah, that puts Flandevry on top. Uh, play 2-1-2. Two, two. The only other team to have won two is Aberavon. And good on him. Yeah, uh, Newport can still do it. They've got a game in hand. Um, yeah, and then at because, the bottom, because... yeah, Neath, RGC, Swansea, and Ponty are winless. The, the night they... yeah, yeah, the night felt control. like a win, didn't it? Yeah, it did in the end. Like, yeah. rugby's one of these funny old games where you can lose and feel like you've won. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that. I'm sure we'll get down to another game at some point. No, oh, I'm sure. Look at, looking uh, forward to it. Any any forbidden loves this week, Mikey? Yeah, big one. <laughs> big one. Straight, okay. fresh from the fields of uh, of France, concerning Fiji. Some alliteration there. <laughs> um, Nick Tompkins getting absolutely blown to bits <laughs> throughout the we, game. No, it was a joy to watch. I tell you what, man. He fronted up. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I know. I know. And it was like... Like I, 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 in the moment, I couldn't. I thought I can't have no nicer guy, but like, and I, I predicted this. They were going to pick on him as as the weak link in the back in the back line. Yeah. And I think with with big with Bill, big big Bill, and um, uh, who else put a shot on him? Uh, uh, was it uh, Nigel Avelu, Nigel Avelu, and um, and Semi? They all had a good go, and um, yeah, 
He yeah. did. In, in I, all I, will, I will say, mind, he, I think he came through the uh, came through the testing credit just about. Just about. Yeah, I'm. Uh, the needles moved for me after that. It's, I still, I, I still need convincing. He'll, he'll be captain before you know it. Stop it. <laughs> Behave now. <laughs> any uh, any shout outs before we finish up? But uh, yeah, um, it was a local derby uh, over this way on the weekend. Uh, Benilog and Nelson with uh, Nelson taking the spoils on this occasion. Go on, the boys. Excellent. Excellent. Do, uh, do you know the scores off the top of your head? Or? Uh, it was sort of ish close. Um, ah, fair enough. I'll do a quick scooze around the. Uh, was that um, up in Nelson then, or was that? Uh... It was, that was um, over the bridge. No. In uh, Bidinock, it was. Oh God, that's the very the very place and fixture in which Ed did his knee all those years did. ago. Yeah. The game ended. It was reasonably close. Twenty-two uh, seventeen to the victors. Nice. Yeah, that sounds mm. like a lot of fun. Yeah. This, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get along to that one, but it would have been a, a good spectacle for a local derby with uh, mm. a lot of boys coming through the ranks either side and they've put, have played against each other through the ranks as well. Yeah. Now, unless Wales named the team earlier on Thursday, there's, there's not going to be a squad pod this week, unfortunately. I'm off to Germany on Friday morning. Lovely. And I'm not going to be back till Monday, so I need to go and find an Irish pub somewhere and uh, make sure I catch the game. And it's, it's always an Irish pub. Always, always, Irish always, pub. always. Oh, I mean, it's Berlin. There's going to be somewhere to watch the rugby. Oh, man alive, I. They, they, yeah. they do love it just a little bit. In, oh, uh, in... Do you know what? I'm, I'm surprised Germany isn't uh, a fully-fledged Tier 2 nation yet. Like uh, The day will come, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I, I, it's always interesting to sort of have a look at that um, Rugby Europe Championship, the rug, mm. Rugby Europe Tournament. And... Talking to my brother-in-law on the weekend, like, um, like, like, see, sort of like, you know, a wider European tournament every two years. Yeah, bit like the European tournament in in football, um, where you get the likes of your Portugal's, your G- Germany's, Belgium's, Netherlands, Spain, um, dusting up with with the top six, mm-hmm. who may get found out, like. Um, spread it a bit wider it hasn't got to be massive it can be sort of a a, a, a knockout round 16-8-4-2 sort of job which isn't truly sort of representative however it, it gives them teams a chance to have a go I'm wondering if I'm starting to think that maybe the route is that the so-called tier 2 European nations grow that second tier competition so that it's as good as the Six Nations but in parallel yeah. with it I like that yeah that's yeah. not a bad shout I mean like because they're, they're big countries with big economies yeah if, they, if the rug if they've rel- respective unions can get their acts together yeah that I think that might be the foot that's the way to get your foot in the door I think and then what you open yourself up to is cross tournament tournaments yeah it's I don't know another sport that does that, which has sort of like mm. a premier, for the want of a better word, European tournament, a premier tournament within their region. Yeah. And then has an an, an equal tournament running alongside it. Um, mm. If that was Rugby's to happen... a sport, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, never, never a true word spoke. And if that was to happen, it would break boundaries, of course, of... of mm. Of the, the law, the rules which govern sport in, in general, but like it's yeah, like 
there'd have to be some sort of cross-border and, and, and some amalgamation then about where that would look. But I suppose that would be two pools of six, top two go through, semi-finals, playoff. Yeah. All right, then, buddy. Uh, should we call that a night? Yeah. Marvellous. Because it's, well. it's certainly not a day. <laughs> I'd just like to say thank you to everybody for listening. Um, we, in any event, should be back early next week with a roundup of the Portugal game. And with that, I'll say thank you and goodbye. Tara. Tara. Tara.